Thank you so much for finding your way to Mindset Matters. My name is Amy Fordyce. I'm a spouse, a mom, sister, aunt, and I'm navigating my way through this crazy thing we call life. I've had, and still do, have meltdowns. I've had breakdowns, loss of a parent, divorce, abandonment issues, and so many other things I'm sure you can relate with. I really only got into listening to podcasts back in 2019, and I've been inspired by so many, I knew it was time to give back. I really don't know how all this worked, but I made it a priority, and I'm learning as I grow. I really do pride myself in creating episodes that are 15 minutes or less. So join me every Thursday for a new episode that I know you will relate with. Are you ready? Let's do this. Where are you at? What are you doing? What's going on? Thank you so much for coming back. Guess what? We are doing episode 53. This is getting out of your own way. A little easier said than done, right? I think so. Now, are there valid reasons why you can't get things done? I mean, absolutely. In fact, many times external forces, <laughs> as you know, are working against you. Think like a sick child, flat tire, or maybe this global pandemic. There are, however, times when it turns out that we are actually in our we're actually our biggest obstacle. We also call this, <laughs> oh, I know you know the word very well, self-sabotage, right? And it can be brutal when it comes to productivity and, of course, our well-being. The good news, you can conquer this by getting out of your way, and it's feasible by trying out some of these tips that I have collected for you. I'm really excited about this because I think, like I always say, it always seems like I always say this, people can tell you something until they are blue in the face, and you may disagree. And then here comes along Amy, and I tell you the same thing, and you go, oh my God, that makes sense. <laughs> it reminds me of when my mom was alive. And I would complain to her about something. And then she would follow it up by telling me the facts and science behind what I was saying. And I'd be like, mm, I don't know. And then I go to someone that maybe I don't know very well. And they say the exact same thing that my mom had just said to me. And I'm like, you know what? Oh, my God. Yes, that makes sense. So I know firsthand all about this. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. That's easy for you to say. However, it's entirely possible if you, are you ready? Put the effort in up front and plan ahead. An example would be creating a meeting agenda weeks in advance so that you, you know, aren't scrambling at the last minute, like we all are. A lot of us are procrastinators, right? We wait till the very last minute. Use your calendar. Schedule your priorities so that you'll commit to them. Again, easier said than done, but I mean, not really. I want you to get in the zone. You can encourage this by working at your prime time or just practicing mindfulness. Also remove distractions like turning off your phone and clearing the clutter from your workspace. Remember that thing I was just talking about, clutter? Clutter is the enemy. What it, wait, what, what did I say last time? Cl 
clutter is the clarity of something. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> to go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right here it is. Clutter is the enemy of clarity. Is that right? Is that what happened last week? I think I was talking about this. So you, you got to move all of the clutter from your workspace. You got to eat the elephant. I mean, I don't know how many times have you heard that. Eat the elephant. In other words, breaking large tasks and projects into just more manageable pieces. Set time limits. Give yourself a time frame to knock out an item on your to-do list, right? And are you even making a list? I mean, you should. I want you to remember your why. Instead of going through the motions and doing things for absolutely no reason, reconnect with your purpose. If you can't connect the dots between the activity and the big picture, then stop doing it. Confront negative self-talk. How many times do you say something negative to yourself, whether you're looking in the mirror, taking a walk, or maybe you're like, ugh, God, I feel so fat, or God, my skin doesn't look that great. That is just negative self-talk. You've all had to really silence that inner talk whose only purpose is to hold us back, right? It really does. You've heard this voice before, the one screaming that you're not good enough or you're or you're going to fail. You're you're old enough to know by now that your brain, and I've said this before, your brain will do exactly what you tell it to do. So start telling yourself you're amazing and this is going to be fantastic, I promise. Nothing compares to you except you. And like I've said in the past, you know, you know, being in network marketing and doing voiceovers and, and things of that nature, I'm not in competition with anyone because I am cheering and rooting for you to win as well. So there is no competition. Nothing compares to you except you. You bust your ass, but aren't as maybe productive as a colleague. You see that a friend just bought a new car or maybe, you know, you see that they bought a car or enjoying a luxurious vacation and that just leaves you feeling like a failure, right? And I've had this conversation a lot with my um, hot, sexy man. We, we talk about this a lot. In fact, I've this is one of the episodes on my podcast that I've talked about is um, comparing ourselves and how damaging it can be. But as Mark Twain once said, comparison is the death of joy. Have you ever heard that? Mark Twain said, comparison is the death of joy. Research backs that, I mean, so much research backs that statement up. Comparing ourselves to others leads to self you know, to low self-confidence and depression. It can also make you green with envy, deplete motivation, and it doesn't bring you any closer to your goals. So in short, if you measure yourself against others, you're always going to come up short. Instead, practice gratitude and better yet, compare yourself by tracking your progress and celebrating what you have accomplished, right? Run with the right crowd. I mean, we're talking about this all the time. Are you familiar with the saying, you are what you eat? Well, it's also true when it comes to who you keep company with. Who are your friends? Who are you hanging out with? Are they losers? Are they just complete negative Nellies and horrible to be around? I mean, why do we even put ourselves in that position? And sometimes our new friendships, you find out after you meet someone, you're like, mm, 
I don't know. I really like them online, but then I met him in person and you're like, holy shitballs. Like this, this chick or this guy, oh my God, there's no way. And I've been there and I've done that. You may not realize this, but the people you interact with on a daily basis directly, directly, directly influence who you are and what you do. So make sure that you surround yourself with people who really encourage you and and hold you accountable. People from who you can learn positive habits from. All right, here's another one. Don't give yourself a pass. It's okay to forgive yourself for slip-ups, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't hold yourself accountable. Instead of making excuse after excuse after excuse, focus on what you control. Focus on what you can control so that you can really make the the right adjustments. For example, you might be working from home because of this whole stupid COVID crap. You might not be able to work during your peak productivity because maybe you're homeschooling your kids. While understandable, don't just complain that you can't get anything done. Instead, work around the new schedule. Maybe wake up a little bit earlier. I know, I'm just the messenger. Maybe wake up a little bit earlier or work when the kids, you know, go to bed. If you're fortunate enough, ask if a family member or neighbor can watch them, you know, just occasionally so you can get stuff done. Also, set boundaries like letting them know that they can't disturb you during your 30-minute Zoom call. And you know, I, I I do have to say this because my family, my son, and my, and my honey, they come home like around three o'clock in the afternoon. Well, I'm still working. I'm in my, I'm in a mode, like I'm in a groove. I'm doing things. I'm getting ready to record stuff, you know? I do voice work. I'm doing voice work for radio and TV. I'm doing stuff from my phone. I'm answering messages. But when they come home, they automatically assume since they're off work, well, then mom's, you know, my honey and uh, mom is okay because I need her. And I'm just like, okay, before you want to come in and show me 37 TikToks, let me finish up what I need to do. And then I will come back and come get you so you can show me what you saw today that brought you joy. Okay. I mean, you know, it's the little things like that. So really remove unnecessary pressure. Life is hectic enough. So why make things worse by overcommitting or setting unrealistic expectations, right? So set those boundaries, um, put on the do not disturb, get your stuff done and just, and just do you, you know what I mean? Be realistic though about what you can actually accomplish. If you don't have the availability or skill set, just say no. For example, if you're a calendar, if your calendar, not if you're a calendar, if your calendar is already packed, decline, decline, repeat after me, decline time requests like unnecessary meetings or talking to a friend on the phone for two hours. You know, if you've got those deadlines, then you're going to have to step up. You're going to have to say, Mm, no, I can't do it right now. All right, here's another one. Engage in self-care. I know this may sound weird, but it's it's really not. Engage in self-care. Some might consider self-care as a selfish act, and it's not. In reality, it's making time for activities that, le- that really kind of leave you feeling calm and energized. These are absolutely vital in supporting your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. I think as adults, you know this, I know this, and sometimes it takes someone else saying it for it to go, hmm, things that make you go, hmm. All right. So here's another little tip. The word I 
can't. Okay, so first and foremost, we need to get that crap out of your vocabulary. Removing the small, although very powerful word, is really just shifting your mindset. As opposed to saying, I can't do this. I mean, how many times How many times do you think during the day you've said, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. So saying, I can't do this, what I want you to do is use the alternative, I can do this and I will do this. And you know what? It's going to be freaking amazing. That may sound a little elementary, I know, but when you assure yourself that you're capable of doing something, you become more confident. You do. And if you aren't sure, you'll come up with ways to really overcome the challenge because you know that you'll eventually figure it out. You will. And that's a fact. We all do. I think you get it. It's just a matter of just doing it. Life, you guys, as I've said before, life is easy. And I know that we all go through struggles and obstacles. But let me just say this. Life is easy. And I think as humans, we just overcomplicate things. So I want you to breathe, relax, do what you can and do what you love. All right. So breathe, relax, do what you can and do what you love. Now, I did an episode on spreading yourself too thin, which definitely is very relatable to this episode. So if you have found my podcast, go, I can't tell you what episode it is, but um, go through the podcast and go through all the episodes and try to find it. It's a really good episode called Spreading Yourself Too Thin. Now, what I really, really strive for you and myself is just to be in the moment, say no, and take care of you. You'll be a better person for it. It's the it's the easy things that we make so incredibly hard. I know it's not just me. When priorities are made, things get done. They just do. When priorities are made, things get done. So if there's something that you're wanting to tackle and accomplish, you got to get up in the morning and you've got to prepare your mind, your brain. And I want you to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm going to start my podcast today. I'm going to do everything I can to figure out how to put out a podcast today. Or everything I do today, I'm going to be working in the kitchen Maybe you've got junk drawers to clean out. Whatever the case may be, make it a priority. And I promise, my friend, you will get it done. It's the priorities. They're going to help you get motivated. You're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to go and tackle that one project. And again, one project at a time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. I so appreciate your listenership. I hope that you got some value out of this and I I really hope that you have an amazing day. And of course, until next Thursday, always remember that mindset matters.